Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy Whether one line of plot holes or two it is movies It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy be reviewing G.I. Joe the cartoon today, though. What? <laughs> we will be reviewing G.I. Joe the Rise of Cobra from 2009. No! <laughs> <laughs> but first, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. And if you're thinking to yourself, man, these guys sound crystal clear now. Well, we're now using a new microphone, so let us know what you think. Woo! That's for you, Evan! Uh, So yeah, but first, before we start talking about this wonderful cinematic achievement I need a drink Alright, what would you like, sweetie? Well, I'm thinking we should start with a beer we picked up in Mexico Smuggled across the border By boat (laughs) 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 And today's selection is from uh, El Chivo Grunion uh, Grunion, I think is how you're supposed to pronounce it Uh was that the, means the, the grumpy goat. The grumpy goat. Um, out of Ensenada. And allow me just one moment. Got your drinking parrot. Drinking parrot prepared. Oh, yeah. And, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even mention uh, what kind of beer this is. This is a vanilla honey cream ale from that mm. brewery. Yeah. Alright, so it's a white, creamy head, very light color, cream mouth aren't very dark at all. Gonna take a sip here. Mm. As usual, drinking from her parrot. Oh man, that is a light, refreshing beverage. Yeah. Just pouring mine here real quick while you're doing that. Definitely notes of vanilla, very, very pale, like very light straw color. Light straw, very hazy. Yeah, also it's, um, this is... Particular beers bottle conditioned, and we realized we've been storing them on their sides, mm. so it could be a little hazy because we uh, we had on a side. Indeed. But yeah, very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Sparkly, a little creamy. Yeah, yeah, a little vanilla and stuff really works wonders. This is a delightful, refreshing beverage. I highly recommend if you're in the Ensenada area, go and check out their pizzeria. Yeah. And maybe get a brewery tour like we did. It's uh, basically his grandma's former house. His old, his grandmother's old house, and it's a beautiful, like rustic Spanish house, which is actually, I guess, the rebuilt version of the one that burned down like four years ago. 
but yeah, his fermenters are like what's obviously in the obviously the old living room. Like yeah. it's great. Yeah. His yeah. entire walk-in, I think, was her old uh, kitchen. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's like a ten-gallon system or like fifteen, like half-barrel system. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's Steve's dream. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Just enough for me and some of my closest friends. No. <laughs> All right, GI Joe: Rise of Cobra. Ah, uh, the Rise of Cobra. <laughs> Uh, comes to us from director Stephen Summers. Uh, he may know from the the Mummy trilogy and Van Helsing and uh, Jungle Book and Deep Rising. He's he's done a few big blockbuster movies. Um, stars Dennis Quaid as General Hawk, leader of GI Joe. Woo! Uh, also Channing Tatum as Duke. Marlon Wayans as Ripcord. <laughs> uh, Rachel Nichols is in it. Uh, Adewale, Ray Park. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in it. As, yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, uh, Chris Eccleston, one of the Doctor Who's, is in it. Is yeah. Through. Yeah, it's a pretty star-studded cast. Um, <laughs> and all the uh, mummy usuals pop up, too, for little little bit parts. <laughs> Including Brendan Fraser. <laughs> okay, so, seriously, like, on paper, this doesn't look like a terrible movie. No, not at all. I was excited for it. Yeah, I believe Steve paid money to see this. Oh, he did. He was there opening weekend, because in the theme of not stout in November... um, Well, yes, we didn't really describe (laughs) uh, uh, what our nostalgia actually is. So, for November, we're doing the theme of not-stalgia. What that means is it's uh, movies that took your childhood and your hopes and your dreams, and then just gave them a thorough, like, ear-fucking. Yeah, pretty much. And, yeah, you know, um, yeah, and I was a big fan of G.I. Joe, of G. course, as a, a young boy in the 80s, and a scant 25 years later, they decided to make a movie franchise. <laughs> well, you know, you got to strike while that iron is icy, icy cold, <laughs> and a little bit rusty. <laughs> That's how you make the best deal, yeah. Hey, once your target audience is starting to show signs of arthritis, that's when you market the toy. I, uh... One of the many, many things I blame 9-11 for is uh, pushing, <laughs> oh. <laughs> pushing back G.I. Joe with good eight years now. Anyway. Well, uh, so anyway, this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Want to start with the plot? you remember? All right. Let's see if I can do this off the top of my head. No phone, no notes. Okay. Um, so there are uh, a, a pair of guys, and they do stuff and they have hair. No. Um, so there's a pair of <laughs> soldiers who are like the best of the best. They go on a secret mission with nanobots. I'm, I, based on the looks he's giving me, you go with the plot, honey. Okay. Um, so you're introduced to Channing Tatum and Marlon Wayans as a Duke and Ripcord. Uh, they're part of some, uh, like, like a SEAL Team 6 kind of thing, and they're transporting some nuclear weapons. Uh, oh, no, 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 yeah, you're it's right, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, that's right, it's a nanobot missile. Yeah, it's yeah. nanobot missile. You're right, you're right. Yeah, no, oh, because they're told they're nukes, and yeah. then they find out they're nanobots, yeah, yeah. and then that's when I believe Catwoman <laughs> pounces in on them, uh, steal some stuff, <laughs> they're, uh, they're lots of things explode. <laughs> they, like, their entire team is killed off, and they are not that sad about it, and I thought the whole thing about military personnel was that they, like, stand together, no man left behind, like... The little Wayne and Marky Mark <laughs> are like, are like, fuck this shit. Uh, Marky Mark is not in this movie. Sorry. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Is the Marky Mark Tatum. <laughs> All right. So yes, they're ambushed. 
um, by who knows, um, except Channing Tatum apparently banged uh, Catwoman, but uh, she goes by the Baroness in this movie, <laughs> because that's her name. So, in the TV show, <laughs> are there long, drawn-out plots about how G.I. Joe bangs the Baroness? No, not that I recall. <laughs> Uh, also, did the Baroness have a Baron in the TV show? I assume so. Did you ever see him or hear from him or I don't talk no. about their love life? No, she's usually just called the Baroness and looked like uh, if Wilma went dominatrix. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wilma from Scooby-Doo went dominatrix or whatever. Hey, so the podcast has uh, joined us. So if you hear anything like the microphone falling over... Or incessant rubbing of fur against the microphone. It's because we're giving it more attention than we're giving him. Um, but yeah, so they're ambushed. <laughs> we're really losing focus on this movie. <laughs> and it's very easy to do because... Uh, I barely remember <sighs> this movie. I'm not going... This is another one of those movies that as soon as the credits rolled... Russell, Russell, Russell. <laughs> as soon as the credits rolled, I had already lost... Like, I had already <laughs> lost half of the plot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're ambushed, they make off with the nanobot missile, um, and Duke and Ripcord are saved by this other team coming out of left field who apparently was watching them get An ambushed. Elite and, and uh hologram Dennis Quaid invites him to come along. Yes. <laughs> that was actually really awesome. I would like Dennis Quaid to approach me as an as a hologram. That would be awesome. Um and yeah, and the reason he invites him to come along is Chang Tang was like yeah, her name's Anna, I think. I used to bang her, and uh, I, I, I thought she was dead. And, but she's yeah, different now. It's weird. She has black hair. It's totally different. Oh, no, he didn't think she was dead. They hadn't spoken since the incident. Eh, yes, the incident. Uh, <laughs> which you'll find out later is um, while they were in a relationship, mm -hmm. uh, they were in... He went on secret missions with her brother, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's right. Tommy went on secret missions. That's right. He was the intelligence officer or something like that. Um, he was kind of there just to like help get the data before you they mean, came in and used everything. You mean everything. almost his exact role as he plays in Third Rock from the Sun? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but something goes awry in Iraq. That's where they were, right? Yeah, yeah. They were in Iraq. Yeah. In, in the matter. in the Middle East and um, trouble in the Middle East <gasps> and a uh, oh my gosh uh, uh, airstrike is a few minutes early while mm -hmm. little brother's in there and boom he gets floated he gets floated really everybody gets floated Duke is bad luck for <laughs> team <laughs> you don't want to be on a team with Duke <laughs> it's, that's like taking a trip with uh, with Tom Hanks like you just don't do it. <laughs> What Tom Hanks is driving? Look this shit. <laughs> Tom Hanks is on the plane. I'll take the next one. <laughs> um, yeah, can I get you three? Uh, um, but yeah, so then it's, after that happens, uh, apparently he never talks to his fiance again, um, nope. and even goes. It, there's a whole scene at I want to say Tommy Tommy's funeral, <laughs> <laughs> where he's like in the rain and he drives up in a motorcycle with his leather jacket oh. and. <laughs> And he's like watching from afar, and then he has to drive off because he's so ashamed. <laughs> the rain hides his tears. Why is that a cliche? Has anyone ever really done that? Driven off in the rain? Like, like, 
driven up just, to a funeral, or viewed just it from, a, by from a, a couple hundred yards, Honey? and like, yeah, I assume that's the person supposed to be at. Uh, Honey, and then no one notices. Honey, you're into rap legends. Has never been a drive by at a funeral. That's racist. I'm saying <laughs> during some of these epic rap battles, has there ever been a drive by at a funeral? I don't believe so. That's more of a drug cartel kind of thing, <laughs> or. Uh, Wing Chung or in, uh, whatever in Big Trouble in Little China. It's Wing Kong <laughs> and the Chang Sings. Oh, my, my mistake. Where Jack Burton says it's the Wing Dings. <laughs> <laughs> These Wing Dings have any enemies? The Wing anyway, Kong. So With Red Turban. <laughs> so no drive-bys at this funeral. <laughs> no, there was a drive-by um, on a motorcycle. He just didn't pop anybody. I don't know. He drove by it. Am I wrong? Uh, no, yeah, he goes. Yeah, okay. Uh, We're done here. Moving, moving on. Get <laughs> <laughs> uh, out the last three minutes. Of <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, so that that drama comes into play, and then they're filled in with the backstory of there's an evil uh, arms dealer named Destro. Destro. Um, oh, the first first part of this movie is like. The whole man in the iron mask thing and like oh, yes. 17th century like, France and yeah. <laughs> you're like what or uh, Scotland I think or he was selling arms no he was, a, he was a Scottish arms dealer caught in France that's right yes. and I was like wait did we read the wrong movie <laughs> oh yeah no it was like straight up I was like wait we've already seen Brotherhood of the Wolf <laughs> <laughs> is more DiCaprio gets the mask put on no honey honey <laughs> we. Three Musketeers, you, you mislabeled this one. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you started taking it and you were like, oh, wait, no, that's right, this is the beginning of it. That's right. I was like, wait, the movie about nanobots starts with the 17th century France? <laughs> it starts with something around Bastille Day? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we jump forward eight or nine generations, and the descendants, James McCollum or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that sort of but he's his arms dealer, and he's once stealed the nanobots so that he could then sell it to this terrorist organization that's very shady, and only this elite group led by uh, General Hawk, called G.I. Joe, knows about. <laughs> uh, and then, basically after that, it's just a lot series of attacks by this terrorist organization called Cobra. After an, after an extensive training montage. Oh, my God, yes. Yes, there's the training montage. Because they don't get. want Ripcord. They only want Duke. Yeah. Ripcord but has to prove himself. Exactly, yeah. They, they both have to pass the test, but like, like Duke scores the highest ever or something like yeah. that. And, ri and Ripcord doesn't really pass, but if you combine them, they both have an, a passing average. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, there we go. Um, and that's where you get to see a cameo by Brendan Fraser. Mm -hmm. <laughs> By the way, his 37 seconds on screen is the highlight of this film. <laughs> it kind of is. Apparently his character's name is Stone, Sergeant Stone, although I don't think he, uh, they ever mention it by name. Mm. Um, he's just kind of like, you go that fanboy! Like, <laughs> like his accent's very redneck. I don't know. I, th I think it's one of those things where he's like, yeah, I'm going to do this now. And they're like, okay, you showed up. <laughs> yeah, thanks for showing up, man. I know it's a small <laughs> part and I didn't give you a... Duke or General Hawk, like I originally thought I could, but 
you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get those Whatever. Movies and I'm getting paid how much for this? <laughs> Enough. Scale. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm getting paid more than scale. Uh, so let's get this shit done. Time hmm. is money. Uh, Brendan Fraser. <laughs> you should be in more stuff. <laughs> I feel like Brendan Fraser is actually a very good actor who makes terrible script choices. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. He has been in the Academy Award winning Best Picture, though. He was in um, Crash. Not the one about the people who get off on <laughs> car crashes, maybe the other one. By the way, if you go to watch the movie Crash, make sure you rent the right one. I did not, and I still have not seen the Academy Award winning one. But I have seen the one about people who get off on car crashes. <laughs> it's exactly Twice. what it sounds like. Oh, Because it has two different covers. Fool me once, shame on you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you would think of the rental place, you'd be like, all right, now this isn't the one about people getting off on car crashes. Oh, no, no, no. Why would that be a movie? It's better than that. First it was, hey, my friend Renee has that movie Crash that won all the awards. Okay, let's borrow it. Holy shit, I think we have the wrong movie. Then it was, okay, let's go over to Hollywood Video. Because that's how long ago this was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, we want the one not about people who get off on car crashes. Oh, yeah, you want the award-winning one. Here you go. And they switched up the discs or something? Or <laughs> hey, $15 an hour minimum wage. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, okay. so yeah, Cobra um, attacks the... Wait, why did they attack them again? <laughs> they get the nano missiles back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, to prove that they have, like, I think it was like four missiles total or something like that, they use one of them in the city of Pili. Yeah. And, uh. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, they fire it. Um, there, there's a nice little chase scene where it's like, oh, they responded in Paris. Let's go get them. And then they get the super, the enhancer suits that make them like super fast and super strong, although super awkward at the same time because their first time using them. And they're just running through the streets and cars and blowing up and a lot of CGI cars in okay, there. Okay, so my bone to pick with that scene, <laughs> so many bones to pick. That is on the list of most movie quote car crashes. Correct. I watched that scene. There were only maybe three real cars yeah, involved in that entire yeah, thing. Yeah, a lot of them were pretty obviously fake. Very obviously fake. Like, they're like, no, what was it? They're supposed to be like... Like a hun uh, 112. 112? They're not, they're not 112 real cars involved in that. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see the numbers. I'd, I'd like to see the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the bookkeeping on that one. <laughs> I feel like some people got right. off with a lot of cars. Do you feel like maybe they gave Brendan Fraser a couple of cars? You know who got those cars? Who got those cars? Wasn't Chris Eccleston the bad guy in Gone in 60 Seconds? Oh, shit. That's how he got 50 cars, right? That is how, okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like a 2002 Peugeot. <laughs> not, not quite the same list as that movie, but mm, yeah. maybe there was a big budget. Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, they after the Eiffel Tower gets destroyed because it's uh, it, it's running with the Golden Gate Bridge for most times destroying the movie. I'm uh, not going to say Golden Gate Bridge still winning. Yeah, still, still far and away. It's like that in the Hollywood sign or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I'm trying to think, what did we just watch that had it? Mortal Kombat Mortal Annihilation. Yes, Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation has the Golden Gate Bridge getting destroyed. 
coming on a future podcast. Um, hey, can't get away from it. Both the podcasts are trying to join us by uh, attacking the computer. And if only they would lend their uh, expertise on this movie. They were both there to watch it, although I think they were napping. <laughs> Stupid cat sleeping through the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and then there's... Uh, okay. Um, and then there's an assault on the Joe's base. Um, yeah. It's, it's infiltrated by Zoltan? Zartan? Zartan. Zartan. The he master kills, of disguise. He kills a swimsuit model. That's right. A Victoria's Secret model is in this movie. And she even has a speaking role. I think she has two lines. And she's called Cover Girl, but... She has, like, three lines. Because, like, when they first come in, she goes, like, Hello, I've got those reports. Yeah. And then, like, a half an hour later, it's like, Those reports are ready for you, sir. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and somebody goes, You didn't have to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I kind of like Zartan in this movie. He's played by Arnold Vosloo. You might know as the Mummy from the Mummy movie. Yeah, he really <laughs> is fun in this. He seemed to be one of the few actors who was actually like enjoying it. Him and the Littlest Wayans. Yeah, Marlon like Wayans. Yeah, they knew comic they, relief. They were they well. They seemed like they were having fun on set. Like they were like, oh no, that's what kind of movie this is going to be. Everybody else thought they were in a good movie, and they were like, no, 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 no. Yeah. So, so they're infiltrated, they're uh, blowing stuff up, uh, and then the Joes are like, all right, well, we've been disavowed by our government, but, you know, we, we want to go take the attack to Cobra, to Cobra's underwater base <laughs> somewhere oh in the Pacific God. or something. <laughs> and luckily we have these super cool submarines that have laser guns and... Enter oh the uh, underwater base from Archer. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And oh, that's right. We were we were saying something like when uh, when they get shot down and you know blown up, blown up or whatever, they they fell like they're flying. Yeah, they're like they went they float to the top, right? No, 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 uh, no. Their submarine battleships sink when they start to lose power. Mm. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well. So a lot of I'm explosions. I'm thinking I can't keep my altitude. You're not getting No. Um, yeah. Oh. And then um, uh, Duke gets in there. He's got to save Anna, the Baroness, because she's starting to she's starting to fall for him again, or something, or. Like, this isn't what I signed up for, and blah, 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 because they want to, like, just, just, you know, Cobra wants to take over the world. I would think with their Weather Dominator or some other ultimately elaborate Cobra-based weapon. So it turns out that the Baroness isn't actually evil. She has nanobots injected into yeah. her, oh, shit, yeah. and she, her strong will is overtaking the nanobots. And her, it turns out, the, uh, that, is it Cobra? Is that, who's? Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. yeah he's Cobra, right? Tommy is Cobra. Tommy yeah. wasn't destroyed. But they show in another flashback, when he goes into the, the area before he gets blown up back in Iraq, he meets Dr. Mindbender, played yeah. by uh, Kevin O'Connor, the, the guy from the, uh, Benny from the Benny Mummy from movies. Benny from the Mummy. Um, who... Who is like, I will tell you everything. If we survive this attack, I will tell you everything. And he, he's making nanobots and all the technology and stuff around it. And, of course, 
Tommy being super nerdy. He's like, oh my gosh, this is decades ahead of everything else. Like, I will tell you everything. And then in comes the airstrike, but apparently they're in a bunker and safe. And well, they and get I kind of got the idea that like did they, I kind of was getting the impression of, like did they inject themselves with the nanobots to survive that? I think so. That's kind like yeah. it feels like a scene got cut out of there. Yeah. But that was kind of what I was, like, led to believe. Because it was like, Harry, if we do this, we might survive. And then, like, cuts to explosion. And also, I kind of got the feeling that it was, like, put some nanobots in you. and. You also, you may be asking yourself, what are nanobots? You've mentioned them, like, a dozen times on this. Nanobots are the... I feel like if they're listening to our, our <laughs> podcast, they've heard of nanobots in other films. Yeah. Apparently uh, what they do, they just go around and just destroy everything. They're like the signs or of a do, red blood cell yeah. and they just like join your system and take it over. They, they, basically in this movie they do whatever they're programmed to do whether it's based in science or magic or not because it can be injected into the bloodstream and mm -hmm. it takes over somebody turning them into like a robot basically like like at your beckoning command or, yeah. or from your iPad I think is how yes, you call it. <laughs> Uh, oh. But some people they inject it with and they, like, they die, like, when the mummy sucks your yeah. soul out. Yeah. It, so, uh, so anyway, so it turns out uh, Cobra, a.k.a. Tommy, a.k.a. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, is the Baroness's brother. He has injected her with the nanobot so that she can forget all about Duke and Cody just never came back because the pain was too much for her. Yeah. But he also pro apparently apparently programmed her to be an evil secret weapon. Mm. But her will was too strong, and he's never seen anyone fight against the program before. Right, seen this before. But apparently, if he, she fights against the program, it will destroy her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The look on Steve's face. If yeah. I could put that into audio. <laughs> it's plot convenience. It's, it's nice and nice. But, but uh, she's uh, fighting against it. So Duke rescues her, brings her back, everybody's like, no, she's a bad guy, and he goes, no, she was just under the control of some nanobots and plot convenience. <laughs> and, spoiler alert, she does. Spoiler! Yeah, yeah, it's a big epic battle, bases so getting blown up. Who's the redhead part of G.I. Joe? Scarlet. Scarlet? gets completely, like, fucked over in this. She is yeah. not awesome at all. All she yeah. does is get in the way and is a damsel in distress. No, she's, she's, she's a strong, emotionless leader in the beginning, and then the comic relief of Marlon Wayans eases her heart. And, when, when did uh, she do anything other than get slapped around? Uh, Let's just say <laughs> that this movie was <laughs> not, does not have strong female characters. Oh. Are you, are you telling me that... Hey, there's a cat yeah. fight. Are you telling me this movie was made for teenage boys because it stars Baroness and her boobs, <laughs> a, a, a red-headed uh, secret agent, um, oh, and a Victoria's Secret supermodel as a secretary, I suppose? <laughs> I don't know. If you could have just kept one of them strong all the way through, like if Baroness could have kept being like a strong leader instead of like, oh no, I fought against a nanobot, and now I'm just a girl in love, and I got introduced myself. Yeah. Instead of like, all right, I fought against the nanobots. This now let me use all of this training to kick your ass. This movie needed Effie. Oh my god, yes, it did. <laughs> or Evie, Evie, sorry, from the. Evie, uh, yes, Evie. You all could have used an Effie. Ah, uh, no, Effie. From welcome, welcome. Yeah, I think she was in it. Um, so yeah, uh, we get towards the end of the movie after the big mm -hmm. battle. Uh, Cobra Commander is getting away with his buddy Destro. Um. 
And then just to, because Destro's thinking like, oh, I gotta, I gotta leave this popsicle stand. You guys are gonna get caught. Uh, <laughs> he gets injected with these, I guess, like a new variation of the nanobot yeah. that turns his skin into chrome, basically, like it is in the cartoons. Um, if yeah. you've seen it before, he looks just like Chris Eccleston, you know, Doctor Who's hanging out with Cobra Commander. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's yeah. what he. I am no longer O'Connor. I am no longer James McFord. You are Destro. Who apparently is some god of destruction and some... You forgot a sugar intake, honey. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's dextrose, I believe. Oh, I'm Ah. her. (laughs) I am dextrose. Dextrose. I will slowly kill children over the course of decades. And <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that's like the G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. Yeah, you don't need to watch it. Yeah, it's... I mean, I, I... Watching it again, it's okay, but it is not a great movie by any means. If you really like G.I. Joe cartoon, though... I would recommend G.I. Joe Retaliation, the sequel they made two or three years later with The Rock. And Chang Tatum's in it, too, you know. That's, that's about it to come back, I think, though. I feel like The Rock could save any franchise. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, go ahead and look at Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> Number three was straight to DVD. Why do people forget that? It's a horrible fucking series. Are there any other series <laughs> that have that many that get better as they go along? Jason. Friday the 13th. Do they get better? Jason X is a goddamn classic. <laughs> no, uh, not uh, really. Freddy vs. Uh, Jason might be one of James, my favorite guilty pleasures. James Bond? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, kind of, a lot of peaks and valleys in that yeah. series. I feel like every James Bond act John, James Bond actor had to have a good one and a bad one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> those have just got one. <laughs> they typically just had a bad one. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like everybody has to start with their bad one. So, yeah. Um, I feel like I need another beer. Yeah? Yeah. What else we got? We have some Salvesa uh, El Sole. Hecho in San Leandro from 21st Amendment. <laughs> He's made in San Leandro. <laughs> it's from a uh, 21st Amendment. They're, uh, they're Pilsner, right? Um, it's their uh, their late international lager. So it's kind of like their... Um, oh, Corona. Their Corona, Modelo, you know. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Modelo. Yeah, not their uh, Negra yeah. Modelo. Their Modelo Especial. So, yeah. Oh, no, honey, this one's a can. Oh, that <laughs> one's a can. Oh, my goodness. Ready for this? Clear it. Alright, and let's get some delicious frothiness in here. Alright. Yeah, it looks like... You can hear any of that. It's a very nice light lager. Very clear. Crystal clear. Yeah, crystal clear. That's very light straw. straw, Very light. And uh, nice... Thick white head. Mm-hmm. That may just be because I just dumped it in there. <laughs> mm. Very nice. A um, little bit of green apple on it, but like for this type of beer, you'd like you want that little, little biscuity. Yeah, if you're not a big beer drinker, or like your favorite kind of beers are like Bud, 
this is beer for you. Yeah, it's that easy all day drinking, nice hot mm-hmm. summer night. Yeah. Which it is not tonight. It's been raining the past couple of days and I love oh, it. Oh my god, rain boner. I have a boner from the rain. But, uh, yeah, we actually drank a lot of this over the summer. This and 21st Amendment's uh, Hill or High Watermelon, which we yes. discussed on another inter- another uh, episode. Honey, do you remember what episode it was on? The Day of the Dolphin one? I don't know, but you know who should remember? People who go back and listen to old episodes! Hours of listening pleasure await you. <laughs> Excellent Paula Tompkins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely check out our past episodes. We like them. Um... And let's know how we can improve too. We're we're trying. We're trying to stay focused. <laughs> why would we focus? I don't know. It just wouldn't be us. <laughs> I know, right? That's what sets this podcast apart. Our ability to take a like four second scene and stretch it out <laughs> over twenty and a half minutes. <laughs> you guys remember when she was talking about Bane getting blowjobs from poison ivy? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> One of the highlights of this podcast. <laughs> Alright, how about some trivia? Trivia! <coughs> trivia well, time! As mentioned earlier, there was a number of vehicles destroyed allegedly in this movie of 112. Allegedly. There were also over 250 explosions in this movie. Allegedly. Oh, there were explosions. <laughs> oh, there were explosions, but how many of them were CGI <laughs> and how much like, of them were practical? Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, you get a point there. Um, this may also shock and amaze you. Uh, this movie was not screened for critics before its release. What? <laughs> and uh, according to Brian Goldner, uh, the writers took their inspiration mostly from Larry Hanna's comics and not the G.I. Joe animated series. Um, Lorenzo Di Bonaventura, one of the producers, admits he feels the Cobra organization, as depicted in the cartoon, was probably the stupidest evil organization out there. Oh, no, 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 because there's still Shredder from, uh, from oh, the yeah, Turtle. Oh, yeah, and the Foot Clan. Yeah. You're looking for stupid organizations. Oh, man, I, I, I'm actually thinking, like, didn't he produce that cartoon, too? Yeah, oh. I think so. <laughs> Although Weather Dominator still would be pretty awesome. Anyway, yeah, uh, right? Sienna Miller, the actress who uh, took the role of Baroness because it did not involve having a breakdown or addicted to heroin or dying at the end. It was something that was just may, maybe really great fun. Wait a minute. Wasn't she addicted to nanobots and die at the end? No. No? Yeah, she fine. wasn't? Spoiler alert? Uh, uh, director Stephen Summers took great care, uh, great care over the technology depicted in the film, going through various books and magazines about weapons technology, and he feels that almost 100% of the technology can be developed within 10 to 20 years. I gotta say, like, their gizmos and that look yeah. futuristic, but not unbelievable. Yeah, it's... I mean, for nanobots being... The, the way it's depicted in there is kind of a... Yeah, it can also destroy cities, or it can control lines kind of a thing. It's like... I mean, it's out there, but it's not, like... I, I don't know. Magic. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a it's not a photon torpedoes. Yeah, and like the and like the enhancer suits or whatever, like they're yeah. they're already working on those. Just obviously not like running eighty miles an hour across Honey, city streets. They're Gundams. Yeah, they're um, Gundams. That's kind of like saying, yeah, the the technology in Pacific Rim could be devised in the next yeah. ten to fifteen years. No, too. honey, like the, it could be. the enhancer suits are the precursor to the Gundam <laughs> slash. Pacific Rim... Flash Exo Squad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, no, uh, there's something. I think it was actually one of the uh, the Gundam 
not Gundam Wing, but one of the Gundams, where they talk about like how they started out actually as like a basically forklift pieces, like as a forklift you would wear, and then they took that technology into uh, the weapon sector. Mm. And I was like, yeah, no, that's exactly how it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Yes. Um, any idea when the film takes place? Hmm. I am going to go ahead and say 2008. Well, the movie. <laughs> The movie was released in 2009, so... It, it I actually didn't know that, yeah. so that was simply based on their hair and <laughs> the cars. And Good observations that way. Uh, allegedly it takes place in two, uh, 2020, so the next election year. Ah. So four years until Nanobots, apparently. Keep an mm. eye out. Um, this movie also has a tie-in with the uh, movie we'll probably be doing next week. Oh, no. Should we spoil it? Do it. Do it. Do it. Alright, so the use of solid holograms is based on uh, Hasbro's other franchise, Gem and the Holograms, uh, which had a heroine who used holograms. Okay. Gem uh, would later get her own film, Gem and the Holograms, which was directed by John M. Chu, who directed G.I. Joe Retaliation, the sequel to this movie. A bit of stretch, but okay. Okay, so the, you <laughs> say the sequel to this movie is better than this one. Uh, yes, for what it is, yes. Jim the Holograms is terrible. Mm. Spoiler alert for our next podcast. Uh, but John M. Chu also did uh, some cinematic masterpieces like Step Up and Step Up to the Street and other dance movies. Do like those drumline movies? Uh, no, I think that was someone else. I honestly, yeah, I, I those all are exactly the same thing. I'm so sorry if those are your movies. I have a friend who those kind of movies are her movies. They are her life and her soul. And that is spectacular. I've got my own things. Speaking of saving, the rock saving movie franchises. I don't want, it's not the movie to be saved. That movie don't need to be saved. I'm a whiny girl for a moment and be a whiny girl. They don't need to save it. I can't wait until we're watching it opening weekend. <laughs> That's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go so that I can be that one in the back of the theater going, Boo! Boo! That is not what Wayne King would say! Boo! <laughs> she'll, be, she'll be the one in the back of the theater going, You leave Jack Burton alone! <laughs> Where is his debt? He showed great courage! <laughs> That's how it always begins. Very small. <laughs> All right, so that's all, right, yeah. that's all the trivia I got for this. Uh, are you, would uh, you like another beverage? Yes. That's right, so we're going for a third one today. We so need a third round. That's how bad this movie is. <laughs> what we got for the next round? All right, so for our next beer, we have a Sierra Nevada coffee stout with cold brew coffee. Let's see. That's, so a cold brew Joe? <laughs> a cup of joe and a bold beer are great cold weather companions, so we blended them for the ultimate warmer. Our coffee stout is a fusion of dark roasted malts and rich cold brew coffee for layers of bittersweet, fruity, dark chocolate, and caramel-like flavors. We brew in Chico, California, and Mills, Mills River, North Carolina, to bring the finest quality beer. Yes. Hey, my fa I have family in North Carolina now, honey. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We need to go out there. I'm perfectly okay with that. All right, here and we go. Woo! Four. You getting that? 
I hope you're getting it. Oh my god, this smells like cold brew coffee. Yeah. This has like a very dark khaki colored head on it. Like that is a surprisingly dark head on it. Take a little taste. It's uh, like mm. perfectly black, perfectly opaque, just good looking, delicious beer. Yeah, if you like coffee and dark chocolate, this is the beer for you. Yeah. Um, not too hoppy. The bitterness is all that like kind of coffee bitterness, and it's got a nice malty background. So, Steve, as somebody who actually doesn't like coffee, what do you think of this beer? I think it tastes pretty good. Um, me just me not liking coffee, it's just not my cup of tea per se. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I definitely like it when like when you get the flavors like in a stout or a porter, mm -hmm. like those chocolatey coffee kind of notes. Good stuff. Mm hmm. The only downside is, uh, does this have caffeine? Oh, yeah, I think it's got some caffeine in it. It has some it's caffeine in it. It's a little it. bit, just residual, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, honey. Good stuff. We're going to have to watch another movie after this. Oh, yeah? Perhaps something terrible. Ooh, something from our childhood. Something nostalgic. Something truly outrageous. Truly, truly, truly outrageous. Maybe something that. <laughs> <laughs> that only Aquanet and Glitter can try take us to. Only if there's holograms involved. Well, I mean, or magical earrings. Mm. Or moms who die of Disney. Yeah, I was going to say, or dead parents. That's always <laughs> a good selling point. <laughs> That's right. Next week, Gem and the Holograms movie. Uh, uh. One of the low worst opening weekends ever. Like, oh, yeah. I, I think feel it's like, like a couple this, dozen people went somewhere. It's like this and, what was it, the like, Catherine Zeta-Jones film that made $36? Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> I mean, Catherine Zeta-Jones can get 36 bucks from this guy to be in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what did we learn from G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra? Um, I learned that... Even supermodels can die in an action film. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, did I take yours? Uh, um, I I learned uh, that women can have great roles in <laughs> summer blockbusters um, in 2009. Yeah. Oh, oh, you yeah? forgot the big sequel bag at the end of this movie. Oh. So Zartan, the master of disguise. Uh, he gets away um, in one of the battles and infiltrates and... Uh, oh, he gets the, nanobots the, in him, too. Yes, yes, he gets nanobots, but he doesn't get the mind control thing. He thinks. He thinks, anyway, yeah. Uh, but he gets it so it actually, like, restructures his face. Yeah, and what looked very painful. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> like like a werewolf transformation kind of painful. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, ah! All right, so <laughs> if you're listening to this, very likely you've seen the mummy. You know the scene where he gets put in the coffin oh, with the the scare uh, the, the beet eating scarabs. That's the look same. He has the same performance. Yeah, and and he uh, it later found out that he is <gasps> the president of the United States. Yes, he is. Uh, and then, and then that's roll credits, and just like yeah. Yeah, uh, no, that's like the one thing I liked about the movie. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was that was an excellent ending. I will give it that. Yeah. He's the only interesting character. He, like honestly, 
I was I was rooting for him over Duke because right? Duke is not interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, Chang, yeah. Channing Tatum's Channing Tatum. It, it's hard to. I want him to be a bad guy or something. So is it wrong <laughs> that I'm beginning to feel about Channing Tatum the way a lot of people feel about Tom Cruise? I've just seen too much of him, and I just don't care anymore. Choice. He's gonna be around for a while, though. Oh, so I know. He he's our. He and he makes good movies. I mean, you what? saw White House Down. <laughs> okay, White House Down looks better than Olympus Has Fallen. Oh, ten times better. People it, keep saying it's the other way around. It, no. It at least knows no. what it is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was a spectacular performance. <laughs> Jamie Foxx is a much more convincing person. <laughs> Sadly, yes. Sorry, Aaron. Yeah, Aaron Eckhart's good. He's, he's, he's all right. No, Jamie Foxx was like everything I wanted him to be, down to the Nike collection. Mm -hmm. Uh, Roland Emmerich only makes incredible movies. All right. So until right. next week, <laughs> I'm Steve and I'm Izzy and this is everything, everything I, I learned from movies. Have a good night, everybody. Woo! You don't need to bring back Lopez.